This week in lieu of the podcast, I want to share a conversation I had with Steve Rosenbach about the new New York City fall photography workshop that he and I will be doing. I thought you might be interested in hearing a lot of the details of the workshop. Sometimes you wonder, what exactly will you be doing? Where will you be going? And if I have taken workshops with these guys in New York before, how, how is this different? Coming up, Steve and I talk about the New York Fall Photography Weekend Workshop, what you'll see, what you'll photograph, and what you'll learn. All right, I'm here with, with my partner in crime, Steve Rosenbach, and we are going to talk just a little bit about the New York Big Apple Adventure. What did we call this thing? Fall Photography Weekend in the Big Fall Apple. Fall Photography Weekend, yeah. In the Big Apple. Right. It, and it's, it's sort of something we came up with just so, as a way of really going intense and spending three days seeing the best of New York and recording the best of New York. What did you think about the whole overall concept before we get going, Steve? Yeah, I love it. I uh, Well, you know me. I, I, uh, I'm always ready to go to New York and <laughs> photograph it, even if I don't have a camera with me. I, I just love walking around yeah. and um, love being there. There's a certain... Um, excitement that I've had every time I get within, let's say, visual radius. You know, if I'm coming up on the turnpike, by the time we get to about exit 13 or so, and I could start seeing the skyline, uh, my heart starts beating a little faster. And uh, <laughs> sounds like a true love story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's been that that way pretty much since I was 12 years old. So. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, and, and I and I love going with you because I remember the first time we went. Really, just as an excursion, right? It was like several years ago. You just said, "Hey, I'm between." It was in us. the middle of February. Yeah, middle of February. <laughs> Let's just go take a day trip, and uh, we went up there and and shot a lot of the places we will see on this weekend. So, so a lot of these places I know are going to be sort of fun and and uh, curated with care by by both you and I. Um, so we're starting out nighttime at Times Square, which is sort of. Uh, a classic and iconic shot of, of New York. And I saw you posted a picture of one of those too, right? Didn't you? That's right. Yeah. Something I took a couple of years ago and, um, it's, uh, it was actually, I stumbled into Times Square. I not stumbled in, but I, I was heading to Times Square and I didn't realize that Broadway, uh, for most of the area of Times Square for those, who aren't familiar is actually um, officially it's the intersection of, of three streets. It's one spot. But in reality, when we think of Times Square, we talk about the area of Times Square from about uh, 40th Street up to uh, almost 50th Street or so, or even bigger. And uh, sometimes we call it the theater district. So anyway, I, I was heading there and I didn't realize that the city had, since the last time I was there, closed Broadway to traffic within Times Square. Right. So it was entirely different with uh, these nice little red tables and chairs that mm -hmm. were all around, and people were having a good time sitting around, talking with each other, enjoying some uh, coffee or uh, soft drink or what have you, and uh, it was fascinating. And then around all of this was, of course, the glitz and the, the neon and so forth. So it's a different place than it was you know, 20, 30 years ago, for sure. And I think for the better. Yeah. 
Definitely. I, I, I noticed that because when when I do my, my street photography, we start there now in Times Square, and then last right. week we, we went up to a um, Columbus Circle and came back, a little different from the one you went on, Steve. Right. But but that open area now with all those chairs, I remember when I would go to New York a lot in business, but maybe five or six years ago, you could just shoot straight down there and get nothing but lights and cars. Right. A sea of yellow taxis. Exactly. <laughs> but we're going to start there at night and, and get some, I, I think, some good long exposure opportunities, even with all the bright lights. So what are you expecting to, to see and capture there? Mm-hmm. Well, there's still, of course, there's still traffic on 7th Avenue. So we can do um, uh, the typical nighttime thing, you know, uh, traffic trails, red light, red tail lights. Good. Uh, but also... Uh, amazingly enough, you can even do some people photography mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's fairly bright. Um, the um, the most iconic thing I think is uh, when you see all the <clears throat> the neon and well, I guess it's not just neon anymore. It's these big, large um, jumbotrons all over the place, right. uh, advertising and showing uh, film clips and news and things like that. So it's a in the United States it's a pretty unique place. I don't think there's any place else in the United States where you can see that. Nope, not 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 if you ask any New Yorker. But, right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and and I, well, that's that's one of the things I loved about the photograph you had in that place where I normally expect to see just lights and cars and right. atmosphere. You had a, yours was a people shot, which was yeah, I, it was, I just was a, kind it was of cool. A, Kind of a, um, a well-dressed young couple, I think, and they were both sitting down. The woman happened to be looking my way. I don't think she was actually looking at me, kind of looking through me or whatever. Uh, right. Just, I don't think she noticed me really. But uh, it was a nice uh, little tableau, a nice little moment. And um, with her, with them, those two in the foreground, some some more people in the midground, the middle ground, and then the uh, you know the bright lights of the city all around them, the neon, the jumbotrons, and so forth. And, of course, Steve is talking about how you layer a uh, layer a photograph, which I'm sure he'll touch on over, over the course of the weekend at some point. Because, right. Because yeah. that's how you create a sense of depth in a photograph. Right. And, you know, the other thing that's available, um, well, all through the day, but I think it's especially notable after evening in Times Square, is um, you have a chance to do some abstract photography, too. Mm. Uh, the thing that... Uh, most comes to me when I think of that is the TKTS booth. Well, it's not a booth anymore. It's a building. Mm-hmm. And the back of the building, I guess you might say the roof is really like a series of steps that are illuminated. It's like a red translucent um, plastic that you can actually step on uh-huh. and go up to the top. So there'll be people standing around and uh, the uh, that kind of zigzag uh, ziggurat or whatever arrangement of the steps uh, makes a really good background for a lot of interesting photos. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So that's Friday night, and this is how we get started. We'll, we'll, we'll first have a, a dinner, a, a meet and greet, a chance for us to get to know each other, and then we'll... we'll, we'll an have, elegant dinner. An elegant dinner, right. <laughs> elegant, elegant dinner at the sandwich uh, at shop the, uh, <laughs> below uh, Rockefeller Center. Yeah, we, we won't hurt you too much with that. It'll be very efficient. It'll be very... Yeah, um, and then so Friday morning we 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 start in lower 
Manhattan down near the financial district. And this is a, I, I got this crazy idea that we shoot just in black and white for one of the one yeah. of the excursions. And I was thinking about one of the when I when I did the webinars, I did a webinar on seeing in black and white. And and remember the back the good old days when we shot film and many of us would only go out with just black and white and we'd have to see and anticipate what we'd get and i thought it'd be fun to try and recreate right i know you still do your 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 film shoots yeah i was gonna say i still i I know you still have have a lot of film cameras there but for for many of us who who traded in or sold our (laughs) film cameras a long time ago i have a film camera around here somewhere that really doesn't work anymore but i i keep it just as a as a prop. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my little Canon. Yes. Um. So I I thought especially and and you were talking about how the the architecture there lends itself to good, right good black and white. Tell tell me a little bit about that. Right. Well, a lot of the architecture. If we start at the very foot of Broadway, uh, we have uh, what used to be called the U.S. Custom House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, and uh, it's it's a, a neoclassical um, building with you know columns and lots of sculpture and lots of uh, ornate uh, uh, ornamentation and um, that kind of thing. I think lends itself very well to black and white. I mean, most for example, the the materials are neutral color. You know, they're grays, mm-hmm. they're whites, they're blacks, and um, the uh, also. We're just used to seeing that thing, you know, from old films and so forth, old photographs. Right. And, and much of Lower Manhattan, along, especially along Broadway, you know, Broadway is uh, starts down there, and it's uh, it's that famous parade route where all the heroes would be welcomed back and so forth, uh, the astronauts and World War II veterans and so forth, and that kind of canyon of buildings there is mostly made up of. Uh, Buildings that were built between, let's say, 1900, 19, early 1930s. So they tend to be the kind of things that you would associate with uh, with the black and white image, and they're especially good for that. Good, so we can recreate some of that charm, right? Of yesterday, even the uh, year. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say even um, some of the very newest buildings, in particular the Oculus, which is a a crazy yeah. new, really amazing building. Um, the it's a uh, the Oculus, I think, is a nickname. The uh, what I'm talking about is the uh, World Trade Center Transportation Hub, which is a totally uh, mm. postmodern building. It's as modern, you know, off the factory floor as you can imagine. That one looks very good in black and white too, because it's it all does. white. And, yeah, and it's yeah, very high contrast and stark. Right. Yeah, it's. Uh, Everything I've seen from inside there, and, and I, I got a couple. I'm not sure if I was in the Oculus, but where you have the pattern in the ceilings, sort of like a, I, think, I don't know how to describe it, but it's in that World Trade Center uh-huh. um, uh, train slash transportation center. I was in there. Right. I got a good ceiling shot in there that I, I also made black and white. And I think I published it a while back. So that's cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then you have East Side Story coming up next, which is your right. take East on... East Side Story. Da, 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 da. I was <laughs> a, a little wordplay on West Side Story there. And um, now East Side Story is uh, is all about architecture. Um, some of the best architecture, I think, in New York City. And what we'll do is we'll start in uh, Bryant Park, which is, you might say, the backyard 
of the main New York Public Library. The main public library building actually is two blocks long. It's, a, it's really an amazing building. And uh, it's the one with the two lions outside that everybody oh, yeah. kind of remembers, you know. Um, and uh, so we'll start in the, uh, the rather um, large backyard, small park, large backyard, you might say, in the back. And uh, walking around there, the park itself is actually quite nice. Um, there's a chance for some, some good street photography there, but also the buildings that surround the park are uh, quite an amazing uh, collection of some of the best architecture in New York. Uh, and it ranges from uh, fairly, uh, fairly modern, postmodern, like the Bank of America building just was completed within the last 10 years, to the uh, American Radiator building which is uh, from about 1924. So we'll do that. We'll actually uh, take pictures of the library. We'll go on to Fifth Avenue and take pictures of the library from the outside. We'll go inside and see some amazing interiors. And then we'll head down along East 42nd Street and uh, we'll go past and into Grand Central Station. Uh, we'll see some of the... Um, East 42nd Street is, is like a whole, you could, it's like a master's course in good, good skyscraper architecture. <laughs> you have the, uh, the Shannon building, which isn't as well known as some of the other ones, but uh, quite, a, quite an interesting building. The Chrysler building, the uh, Daily News building, for those of us who uh, saw the Superman movies with uh, Christopher Reeves yeah, years ago. Yeah, same one, right? <laughs> the Daily Planet building. Right. Uh, Ford Foundation, and finally we'll end up in a uh, in a neighborhood that's called Tudor City, which is uh, like a little suburban neighborhood right in the middle of Manhattan, and it overlooks the East River. So we'll get some great views of the East River and the UN and so forth. Awesome, awesome. Um, so that really sounds like a treat in architectural photography. Is, mm -hmm. that, is that about right? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, architecture, architecture. Buildings and architectural details, a lot of rich detail. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So you can isolate isolate details, you know, not a whole building, but just a certain part of it and get a very compelling photograph. Good. Good stuff. And yeah, I know you have quite a bit of that in your portfolio. Right. Um, Harlem. So next we go uptown to Harlem to do a street photography workshop. And I've been doing street photography um, you know, you and I conceived of the squares concept right? Yeah. That, that I'd been doing, you know, going from um, Times Square to Washington, to Union Square, to Washington Square Park. Right. And and I even threw in a circle, Columbus Circle, um, just to make it about shapes. But a lot of, you know, what we discussed there, we can transplant uptown to Harlem. And Harlem is just going, you know, it's 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 um. It's always been very visual. It was, it's been visual for, for years now, but even as it begins going through, you know, its own change, you get just an amazing, um, eclectic mix of people and, uh, and there's always life and there's always something going on. Last year during the PDN Photo Plus Expo, we did a photo walk there and really everyone who's there really got really great shots of people. The people were just so friendly and, and, and indulged us as we were going around just, you know, grabbing pictures of them in the parks and shopkeepers in front of their stores, people on the trains all over. So, yeah, a lot of great storytelling and uh, opportunities there for street photography. Have you have you ever been shot up there, Steve? No, no, and I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, I want to say for 
a uh, little little um, plug for Lynn for those who are listening that um, I went on Lynn's uh, street photography in the squares workshop and it was just fantastic and uh, uh, most uh, a lot of my photography is things like architecture buildings and so forth you don't really interact with a building very much or with an architectural detail or with some kind of an abstract uh, you know, collection of patterns and textures. I often like to take colors and so forth. Um, but with people, it's a different story. And, um, you know, I'm a pretty outgoing guy, but I really wasn't confident in that kind of a situation. Uh, but what you taught us uh, just kind of blew through all that. And I, I, I came away with a lot of nice pictures and maybe more importantly, um, just met a lot of nice people and uh, had a lot of very good interactions with people. So I'm really looking forward to that. So I've, now that you've gotten me over that kind of thing, um, I'm really looking forward to meeting people in Harlem. I think awesome. that's going to be just great. Awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun when we went up there last October. So it will be almost a full yeah. year since then. Just a, um, lots of interesting people and, and characters, if you know New York. Um, so the, the next morning, we start with Fall Colors in Central Park. That This is a Steve... Rosenbach original. Yeah. <laughs> this was, you know, now I, I get to, I get to return the favor because I I went on this trip with Steve, oh man, 2009, 10, somewhere back then. 2009. It yeah. was uh, Saturday it, of Halloween, just like it, it'll be this it, year. Exactly. It, exactly. And right. it was just, it was just tremendous fun. You know, Steve has just... He knows where all the great shots are, and 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 again, this encyclopedia-like knowledge of of all things New York. So it was both informative and and fun and entertaining, and lots of great shots. And uh, Central Park with all the colors were really just on full display. The colors were on full display, and I, I just had a ball, Steve. This was, you know, one of the best photo tour experiences I've ever had. So. That Great, cool. thanks. Yeah, so we had us, a nice crew. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us a little bit about what we can expect on that one. Okay, um, I'm, I'm actually of two minds there. I actually have two complete paths worked out. Okay, and I'm not sure. I'm going to flip a coin <laughs> that sure morning. But um, so I'm prepared to do you know one of two, and I'm not sure when I'll actually make the decision. But uh, I think what we're going to do. Oh, and by the way, anybody who's been on one of my uh, Central Park workshops up to date. Uh, there will be very little, very little overlap. There, uh, the main thing will be uh, Bethesda Terrace, but because um, you have to see Bethesda Terrace, you have to photograph that in the fall. But um, the will be more on the east side of the park. And um, scenario one is we start at Bethesda Terrace, and we walk uh, a little bit to the east, and we see this. Um, area called Conservatory Water, which is uh, the model boat basin. <clears throat> Pardon me. And at the at the top of the model, the north end of the model boat basin, you'll probably remember, uh, Lynn, the, uh, the very, um, the, how would you say it, the very uh, kid magnety sculpture group. Uh, yes, yes. Alice yes. in Wonderland. Right, right. So we'll probably see kids climbing up there in, uh, in uh, interesting costumes and so forth. We'll probably at that point uh, walk out of the park just slightly, and when I, there's a there's an entrance to the park in the uh, like 74th Street or something like that, that takes you onto Fifth Avenue. We'll walk along Fifth Avenue, and you're still in the 
you know, within the foliage zone, I guess you would say, of the park. So you still have the foliage. You have uh, lots of, uh, frankly, mansions, townhouses and mansions. And um, we'll walk uh, by the front of the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably have a good opportunity to do a little bit of street photography because there's always somebody yeah. entertaining. There's some, somebody entertaining us there. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll get the crowd reactions to that. Um, the picture that always stands out in my mind from that day back in 2009 was this woman laughing. She had a, she had, she was like a, a large, she was a robust woman and she had her hair in pigtails and was wearing a Viking helmet with, uh, you know, the two, uh, hordes coming out. Of right, it. right, right. And she had this lovely, you know, uh, expression on her face because, because she was reacting to one of the entertainers, uh, just, uh, laughing what was going on. Um, and we'll continue up and we'll walk into the, um, walk onto the track that surrounds, there's a running track that surrounds the reservoir. We won't go all the way around the reservoir, but we'll take pictures there. Um, that's a tremendous foliage there surrounding the reservoir. And what will probably, probably be the, some of the nicest photos will be shooting across the water. Uh, so the water in the foreground, uh, the foliage in the midground and the, uh, uh, iconic tall buildings on the upper West side in the background. Um, the other possibility is the, uh, the entire lower part of the park. When I say lower part, I mean, starting from roughly where the Plaza hotel is or from Columbus circle, 59th street and, uh, meandering through that part of the park until we get to, um, Bethesda terrace mm -hmm. ending at Bethesda terrace. So I'm kind of evaluating as to which one would have the, the highest I'm looking at density per, uh, you know, per, <laughs> per thousand feet of uh, walking or something like right, that. Right, right. Photo opportunities, and, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, and fall photo opportunities, good. Yeah. So then after that, we head down to Chinatown, and uh, I thought candid storytelling or some, some theme yeah. like that would be good, because there's always something going on in Chinatown. It's sure. always a buzz. Remember when you took me down there, I saw interesting characters and that's the one I got with the guy standing outside the barbershop and I sort of had a, 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 a crazy angle on him. I remember, yeah. I remember that photo and I just remember just a lot and we got there pretty late too, didn't we? I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. But there are lots of, you know, Chinatown is just lots of fun. Tell me, tell me what about, about Chinatown from your mm -hmm. point of view. Well, the people running, you know, back and forth and the people who are attending the shops are all kind of interesting. Right. And then the other thing is, um, you know, it's a lot of Chinatown or particularly along Canal Street is an outdoor market. Right. So you have you have these uh, shops that have uh, a lot on the outside on the street, anywhere ranging from, um, oh, I don't know, watches, pocketbooks, scarves, you know, all that kind of stuff, uh, maybe more oriented towards tourists. Uh, all of those, you know, are colorful and, you know, uh, you can you can take, uh, I call it, uh, you know, pattern and texture and color photos, right. abstract photos, close ups. And then and then, of course, there's the uh, the fish, the, you know, there'll be fish and octopus. Right, right, kind of stuff. right, right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and vegetable markets, fruit markets. So target rich. Merchants, merchants putting things on, you know, your old fashioned scales. You know that uh, no more dig no digital scales or anything down there, pretty much. Oh man, that's yeah. That's and as a little bonus, you know, we can also take a short uh, at uh, Mulberry Street, 
we can also take a, a, a block or two, walk into Little Italy. Little Italy is not that big anymore, but, uh, but there are some things to, to shoot there. Little Italy's not that big. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, go on. All right, so you got, uh, were you finished? Were you finished? Yeah, that? that's pretty much it. Okay, good. And then after that, we do Brooklyn Heights to the night photography down on uh, the Brooklyn Promenade. And and, right. and and that's similar to what we do for our night photography workshop there. but um, Different location, right? Yeah, different location. You want yeah. to talk about that one? And then, yeah. Go. Well, there's uh, uh, the, to me the, the most interesting thing is the uh, Brooklyn Promenade. Um, it turns out this is uh, it's basically a linear park that's built on top of the Brooklyn Queens Expressway uh, many many years ago. I think this goes back to the 40s, but it's become uh, one of the favorite places for Brooklynites to just you know take a stroll. It's right on the East River and directly across. You can see Lower Manhattan. You can see yeah. the Governor's Island. Uh, you'll uh, you'll be able to see the Statue of Liberty from there and Ellis Island and so forth, and uh, so it's a great place to take uh, shots, in particular during uh, the, the time before, during, and after sunset. And it, it's a different location than we've been before, so the angles are all different. Right. You know. mm -hmm. Right. Very. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did I interrupt? No, just a little little uh, thought popped into my mind about Chinatown. You know, we can all we can all get foot massages there. You know, from all the walking. <laughs> <around>. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. We, we'll we'll definitely get our ten thousand steps a day <laughs> that weekend. Yeah. Um, and then we'll do sunrise shoot at the Brooklyn Bridge Park. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know I, that that one's pretty straightforward. I think that's this is the one right underneath the Brit, the Brooklyn Bridge, right? And we'll get yeah. The, it's actually we're between we're between two bridges, two right, uh, amazing bridges. On our right hand, we look to our right, we'll see the Manhattan Bridge. We look to our left, we'll be we'll be seeing the Brooklyn Bridge. <clears throat> pardon me. And the uh, a good portion of uh, Lower Manhattan will be right in front of us across the river. <clears throat> pardon me, and um, uh, we've been there before, but we've been there at night, and this one we'll, we'll be catching, uh, you know, weather, hopefully the weather will cooperate, but we'll be catching uh, the early light as yeah. the light comes up, you know, over the Atlantic Ocean, over Long Island, and shines its light onto the skyscrapers of lower Manhattan. That would be so cool. Yeah. And then we will wrap this up with an opportunity for folks to get together, download their images, pull the best up on screen, and get some feedback. Um, I also think this is good because I know so so often when, when I do the weekend-long workshops like this in New Orleans, if we yeah. don't do this, everyone goes home and life gets you know, you know <laughs> life hits you over the head as soon as you get to walk through the door at home and you don't have time to go through those images um, for a while. And so this will give us time to at least go through, take a first pass on uh, sort of like the way I do when I edit. The, my th I start with three stars, like, you know, sucks doesn't suck, and those get three stars. <laughs> and then after that, I go, okay, what do I really like? And four, and then I work on the ones I really like, and then those yeah. get five stars. And then, you know, there's a course of whittling down. So we can at least start with the three stars, you know, yay or nay, or, or right. however you want to do it. But um, I think that might be fun. What do you think? 
Oh, I think it's great. You know, uh, editing, doing, going through that editing process is something that um, I think every uh, photographer who aspires to, you know, have a um, to become, you know, go past the uh, beginning stages really needs to know. Right. And uh, and often and rarely get kind of a an assistance with doing that. So um, mm-hmm. I just, as a matter of fact, one of my private uh, students, I just uh, went through that with her the other day, and uh, she sent me a, a note saying she was uh, so happy that we did that, and that she's learned, you know, learned that skill. Uh, and she she uh, had uh, you know a few thousand pictures, and we were able to. Uh, within a not very long time, uh, knock knock out quite a lot of them and come up with a kind of a core of her best pictures. Oh, good! So you help with the selection process too, That's right? Right? Yeah. Curating, and, and also, I mean, for uh, uh, I think this will be a lot of fun for all the participants and for you and me too, because mm-hmm. it gives them an opportunity. It's kind of a show and tell, first of all, right? And, and then we'll help them uh, pick out some of the best ones. You know, we can't. We obviously with uh, the amount of time we have. And with several people, we won't be able to uh, help them completely at it, but we can certainly give them a good start. Right, 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 right. And I think we'll all enjoy seeing each other's uh, photos while we're at it. Yeah, and I think sometimes that's the you know one of the more fun as you know aspects here is that when you are walking with a group of people, I know, but those of us who have done meetups and photo walks know this experience. Heck, I know it. Every time I go out on a meetup with Steve and he, he posts his pictures, and I go, I was standing next to you. How'd you see that? <laughs> <laughs> so, you won't see that. Thank you, <laughs> So th- that, that, that might be another, I guess, um, fun part of part to look forward to, seeing what everyone else saw on, yeah. the same, on the same trip you took. All right, so that's it. It's October 27 to 30, and uh, we're starting, as, as I said, in the afternoon of that Thursday, and then by midday Sunday, after we've gone through Sunday morning and all the edit and edited your photos, we turn you loose to um, head on home and get ready for Monday or, or hang out later if you'd like. I was thinking about if B&H is open, having sort of like a bonus trip down to B&H. Right. The, the big photo superstore in, in Manhattan down, I think, 34th and 9th, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for every photographer, I think you've got to take the pilgrimage to B&H at, at, at least once. once. At least right. once in your life. Yeah. And um, you see the, the, the two stories of goodness, photography <laughs> well, and you took electronic me there, goodness. That trip we made to New York City, I think it was in uh, February 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was uh, one of our first stops. Had to had, had to uh, make the pilgrimage there, and I'd never to. been there. Although I'd ordered things from them before, and it's pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah. By the way, I think my bus is leaving at uh, not till 4:15. So, anybody who's around that hasn't had enough of me by then, you know, I'll probably be walking around some more after the B and H. Okay. Awesome. You know, by the way, another thing uh, I think that. Uh, uh, People who have been on some of your, like for example, the your three-day workshops to New Orleans, I know uh, have come back and reported this. But I think one one thing that we don't didn't really talk about is uh, we have uh, fun, we photography fun, and uh, you know me, I love alliteration. But there's a third part I think people will get out of that, which is fellowship. Yeah. Besides, uh, even with our you know uh, shorter 
workshops that we do. But I think when you have three days together, I've been I've been on a, a one or two longer workshops. Uh, you really get to be uh, good friends with at least one or two other people, and sometimes all the people click. And- yeah, you do that. That's such a good point, Steve. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Were you oh, no problem. I was done with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and it's so funny because in our New Orleans trips, yeah. Um, a number of the alum, I call them alums from different right. years, we've gotten together. Um, I know one had, we had participants who were out of town. One was from St. Louis and one was somewhere else. And they all arranged to come to Washington, D.C. for the first time. And they said, can we go do like a Moonlit Monument or something like that? Just because we all want to get, get together again. So about a year later, yeah. we, we had sort of a almost like a mini yeah, um, alumni session. It was really right. a lot of fun, but it's because we, we really get to bond and connect when you spend so much time with, with people doing something you like. And I think for the most part, we're always fortunate to have good people. Conrad, Conrad, uh, one of the alums for the last New Orleans, yeah, he, yeah. Paid, he paid me a great compliment. He said, you know, Lynn, you attract good people to these things. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I think that's, that's true. Yeah. I think that's one of the best compliments I've ever received. Because yeah. we always seem to have good people yeah. on our trips. Um, we all end up just really liking each other and having a good time. So, yeah. yeah. So good. That was fun. All right. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up, my friend? No, I think that's it. I think we covered it pretty well. I can't wait. And I think we'll have a great time. Awesome. Same here. And I hope you can join us. We're going to have a lot of fun in New York City. So shutabuglife.com slash NYC is where you can find the link. Or I think, have you, if you're on any of the meetups, I know Steve just sent out reminders. So if you're in the meetup group on Facebook, you should probably see something there too. So thanks so much, guys. All right. Take care. Bye. Hey, I hope that was helpful for you. Even on the Skype message, you see, I, you can tell I have lots of fun with Steve, and that's the kind of fun you'll have with us if you join us in New York City. So, one other thing. Last week, you might have noticed I did a daily Facebook Live show. Every day I came with a specific answer to a question or photography tip. You can find them all by going to shutabooklife.com forward slash F2 Live. It's F2 F for Facebook, 2 for 2 p.m. That's where you find us. And at that link, shutabuglife.com forward slash F2Live, you'll find the links to all of last week's episodes and as well as this coming week. That's it. Remember, you can find out more about the New York City weekend by going to shutabuglife.com forward slash NYC. Shutabuglife.com forward slash NYC. And if you have any questions that I didn't answer or Steve didn't answer on the podcast, shoot me an email. Lynn at shutabuglife.com. L-Y-N at shutabuglife.com. All right, that's it for this week. I will talk to you again next week with another one of our regular podcast episodes. Until then, wherever you go, whatever you do, enjoy your Shutterbug life. Take care. (laughs) 